Welcome to The Great Conversationalist, a podcast about the African-American millennial lifestyle, culture, and experiences, whether it's highbrow or low. I'm your host, Ty Parker. Did you know the average African-American millennial woman is not considered high value by most standards? Image consultant Kevin Samuels' video recently went viral, highlighting this fact from a very superficial standpoint. My guest and I decided to give the title high value a more balanced perspective. However, unfortunately, Black women still did not make the cut. Only 22% of African-Americans hold a college degree, 12.5% being women. The median income for African-American women over the age of 25 is $41,000, according to the Department of Labor Statistics in 2019. Four out of five African-American women are considered overweight or obese, according to a 2008 study held by the Department of Health and Human Services. The average age for first-time motherhood is 26 years old. However, the average age for marriage is 32 years old. The combination of these statistics was the basis of the argument between Kevin Samuels and his female guest on why she was deserving or undeserving of a six-figure man. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to The Great Conversationalist. I am really excited about today's episode. Um, I have a special guest with me. Please introduce yourself and let the people know who you are. Okay, um, my name is Queen Young. I am from Oakland, California, but I've lived in the South since I was 18 years old. I um, moved out to Alabama for college and never quite went back. I have a podcast, Poppin' Politics podcast. I also uh, work in community development, economic development, all the kind of developments for real. Um, and currently working in fair housing and finishing my master's in urban and regional planning. I know you saw the video because we, we discussed it prior to this video, right? Kevin Samuels. So if you right. guys haven't seen the video, Kevin Samuels calls himself a lifestyle coach. And he had a video recently that went viral where he was basically telling a woman how to obtain what he considered a high value man. And by his definition, a high value man was a man that made six figures or more. So the woman was on his show and she basically was asking for advice. What he told her was that she was not considered high value by men's standards. So he told her that she's middle-aged. She was 35 years old. Um, she had a child and she was average looking. On a scale from one to 10, she couldn't say seven. Do you go it really you makes down? you make a decision. She rated herself a five when she woke up and a six when she put herself together. He said, well, because you're average looking, because you have this baggage, because you're middle aged, you are not considered high value to high value men. So you need to date within your means. Like, what do you think about that as a man? 
so I think that um, some of the stuff he said was true. Okay. Um, and and I posted it about it. I posted about it on my page, which mm-hmm. I I do got a couple friends that are you know well over a hundred thousands. Um, I mean, and a lot of women too, right? Um, so I think the conversation ended up being very interesting. Um, but I mean, I think that it wasn't well. I didn't consider her attractive. She makes a hundred thousand. She mm-hmm. owns, from my understanding, a pet grooming company or whatever. Yes. I think that being the fact that you make that much can put you in situations where you can be around men that make that much, but you, you gotta be like doing it on purpose. But I mean, I didn't think she was particularly attractive. See, I didn't think she was unattractive. I thought she was a cute girl. I mean, yeah, she has some opportunities, but I definitely feel like she can get a six figure guy what bothered me the most about it was the fact that his definition of what a high value man was, was financial. He didn't say anything else about the man, but when it came to women, he was like, what's your dress size? The fact that she makes six figures, how is that not adding to her value when that's the only thing that's making you of value? I think that some men value women that make money and some men are intimidated by it. Mm. so and and that's a thing that's yeah. a thing like some men are intimidated would not want a woman that makes as much or close to as much as they make right well, and she kind of controls that if you have a good year and you wake in 250 well yeah. you know if it's an insecure man he's now insecure so, so what do so what do you consider a high value woman like what what does that look like for you so me and just in particular how I was raised, I value loyalty over everything, right? So I mean, yeah, financially be able to bring things to the table, but I want a woman with ambition. I need you to to want to chase your goals. If you're not out to chase your goals, we can't even talk. We're not gonna start talking. It's just not yeah. gonna happen because I, I will have no interest. Mm-hmm. So that and I mean being respectful, being able to. I do value a woman being able to cook. I think it's important. I think a lot of it has to do with personality, man, because, you know, it's some, we talk about ain't shit men, but it's a lot of ain't shit women out here. Like, yeah. it's a plethora of But the them. thing about it is we say that, but when we see high earning men, especially like celebrity men, yeah. a lot of times they're, they're with women who, if they were regular women, we would consider them ancient. But those are the prizes. I think some of the things he said about her were true. I mean, she said she got, you know, the sketchy baby daddy, 13-year-old child. But I think a lot of her issues have to do with where she is. But I mean, if you're in in Atlanta, you might have more likelihood of being able to put yourself in circles where you can find that man that you're looking for. You know, whereas more Black people with money. I think that a lot of times we have this idea, well, I want yeah, this and that, but that ain't what you're going to get. That ain't really what you even gunning for or, or having value. Like, I mean, people like Meg the Stallion, but would you want Meg the Stallion for real? Like a yeah. girlfriend that posts thirst traps every single day out there in the thong every day, would you really want that? Probably not. So that wouldn't be, although she looks good or although that looks good, it's not considered 
real value is what no you're no okay because um when when you really get into it and you start people talking about wifey material that's a very different woman than somebody would be looking at on instagram and the person that get all the likes you remember when steph curry wife she feels a certain way because other men don't try to talk to her yeah well and a lot of the conversations with men is like well why would she want other men to to want her and she married and this and that you know what i'm saying so but would you want a woman that nobody else wants? i think in theory yeah no man wants a woman that nobody else wants might be right but i mean i'm not saying that the logic makes sense but i'm saying that i mean that it's less of that nobody wants but uh more like that has no interest in other men like not out on the scene not super clubbing all the time stuff like that like not out there and it's i think a that's homebody type a home, yeah yeah i think yeah. that's that stereotypical you know wifey material type does it devalue a woman when she does not have a good relationship with her parents nah nah see i think that like devalues a man really why you say that because when if you don't have a good relationship with your mother, how can you treat me well? You can't treat the woman that you is closest to you well. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I come from a weird family situation somewhat. Like, I mean, I wasn't raised by my birth mom. So mm -hmm. I guess I, I have a, and you know, my family, I got all my brothers and cousins all kind of come from a weird family situation. So I understand that those kind of things aren't really in your control all the time, you know? Okay, so for instance, if your grandparents were your primary caregivers, then I would expect that good relationship to be with your grandmother then. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Or okay. like, so if it's like that, or like, even if your relationship wasn't good with your mother because of whatever situation, I would still expect it to be respectful. I've never heard a man talking about that. Like, she don't respect her mom, so I can't talk to her. But you I have never heard, heard a man say she has daddy issues. Yeah, but I think it is more because of how it reflects on the relationship. That dynamic with her father would bleed into y'all's relationship. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I'll I'll give you that. And and I've had I have heard women speak about this a lot, but mm -hmm. it ain't something that men talk about a lot. It's, yeah, it's, it's just so not, like it's if she like has quote unquote daddy issues, like you wouldn't that wouldn't devalue her as a woman in your opinion. I think that the, how it projects, right? You say that a woman, when men say a woman have daddy issues, it's usually like either she too clingy or don't trust men at all, mm -hmm. right? And the only reason that it matters is because of how she's treating you. If mm -hmm. she actually doesn't like her father, it, you wouldn't, if you was there, she'd say, I don't mess with my daddy. You wouldn't think twice about it you wouldn't think about how that's going to have a direct effect on y'all's relationship. Like you wouldn't even think that far until it presents itself. Exactly. Okay. Okay. When it comes to age, do you feel like younger women are more sought after? Do men in the 30 year old bracket, would they rather talk to a woman that's younger or older? Like what's the I think price? maybe sexually, maybe a little bit, but I don't, not for real, because I, I've tried it. I remember one time I went to a homecoming and was, you know, out with, you know, the younger 
frat members and you know tried my hands at the girls they age and it was nothing to talk about nothing it was just all. too much of a disconnect yeah it i mean even in that small you 21 still going to school i'm almost 28 or whatever however age i was i think i was like 28 there's nothing for us to talk about i don't have no interest in what you're thinking about so when i when i very first finished college i um I didn't jump into my career like right, right when I finished college, right? Like I was kind of just, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to go back to school and I was just very like in limbo, right? The guys that I was going out on dates with, they were more established. It never worked until I got myself together, right? right. However, I do know that there are women who I would consider low value because they don't have personal ambitions that end up with men who are very successful. I think that um, it, it depends on the type of person that you are. Um, arm candy is a thing. Some people want to go go somewhere and be with somebody that looks good. Oh, she bad, bro. You did that. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what kind of guy is that though? Like, is that usually the educated guy? I think somewhat, but I, I went, okay, I'll say, I'll speak honestly. When I think about that, I think about the educated guy that is like a late bloomer, right? Like not the, not somebody that had women in high school. Yeah. Not somebody that was, you know, like has been doing this. That seems used to that. Yeah. I think yeah. somebody that's like, now that I have these accolades, now that I have this money, now I want what I never could have. When I came to college, it was people that had just lost their virginity before they got there. Yeah. It was people that was technically really virgins, but like wouldn't tell nobody that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And some of them were, you know, which women would consider attractive and, you know, smart, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But they was late bloomers. They didn't really have those kind of things going on when they were younger. And I think when, when somebody's like that, then their ideals are different because they want what everybody said was good, but they could never have. Yeah, that's super valid. So if you're a late bloomer, you're more likely to get caught up in the hype of what is considered high value materialistically. Right. And when you've been doing that, when you've had all the material things, you had the beautiful women, you realize that there's no substance in that. So you're looking for something that's more substantial. Yeah, more solid. The guy, Kevin, he he seems like he would be a late bloomer, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> so if you think about it in context and you look at these men, it's like, I could see why you think like that. You were nerdy your whole life. Yeah. And, and in high school, it ain't good to be nerdy like that unless you got charisma. But after college, you know, you get in a career, these people that were lame their whole life are now engineers. Mm-hmm. Straight out of undergrad making a hun- almost 100 bands. And now they could indulge in everything that they never could have. And their idea of it is different. Well, I'm like this, so you should be doing this. And you know what? When he said that, I was like, she can find someone. He's just not going to be lit. You know, like, <laughs> he's not going to be on the ground with his, his car and, yeah. you know, that it guy. But it's so many guys that are low-key who make 
well, well beyond right. six figures who are like really, like you said, they were the nerds growing up. They were the quiet kids growing up and like, that's who they are. That's who they became as adults. So nothing has changed. I make this much money. So I need this super bad woman. And I don't care if she got stuff going for herself. I don't care about none of that. Well, you got to also understand that you asking for something yeah. that you might not really want. So with dating a woman who has something going for herself, I feel like there's a lot of expectations within that, that a lot of men aren't able to like step up to. So I actually have a lot more like personal experience in these kind of situations because I've been, I've been engaged. I've been in multiple relationships with people because like I said, I only date people with things going on. Mm-hmm. So like I've been in situations where I wasn't earning the most. I've mm-hmm. been in situations where we have both been earning. I've been in situations where we've both not been earning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, especially when you bring kids into play, uh, I mean, you can't be as traditional as you would want to. That's a good thing because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that especially when women are like working like you and then you expect to like come home and you expect things to be traditional like there's literally no need for the woman to be in a relationship at that point because it's not going to be even you know what I'm saying like it's just not do you feel like women who have children are not as desirable as women who don't yes and 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 I'm and I'm speaking from somebody that raised my child alone and even though it's a little bit different because, you know, some women be like, oh, that's so nice, whatever. But after, you know, you deal with me a minute and you understand that I'm like really doing this. Like I'm not getting her on the weekends. Like she got a room at my house is where she lives. Mm-hmm. And I can't go out on a Tuesday night, bounce out and go to Puerto Rico. I can't do that because I got my baby. And I think that for women, it's even worse because it's like a stereotype behind it and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think anybody that's raising a child alone is going to have a problem. It's more complex because I can't get up and go. In in that situation with that lady, though, I think that it really it's really perspective, though, because I think a lot of people have this idea in mind of what they want, right? I want a man with $100,000 strong jawline. He got to be over six fold. He got to be this. And, and it's like, yo, like this person in your mind really might not exist. Like, let's just be honest. He is a, a figment of your imagination. But he might see, not she be didn't even person. go into depth. She was just like six figures. He was like, not for you. <laughs> not for you sorry he exists but he ain't for you like you ain't it clearly she already has like some sort of self-esteem issues to even be on here like in my personal opinion yeah I think so too because to be at she she had a lot of failures in the dating department but I also hear that the dating department ain't really that good for black women you would know more than me but I mean that's what I hear for Black I men, would, I don't know. I think we we all right. I feel like y'all are all right because of just statistically speaking, like Black women are becoming the high earners within our ethnicity. Uh, yeah. More, you know, the more educated and the because of that, higher earning jobs and things of that nature. I've been in a relationship for three years. So prior to that, yeah, I would say it was trash. Mm. 
I just feel like I was in a different place. So like, I feel like once I got myself together, I was able to talk to a different caliber of man, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's the reason why it was so confusing to me when he was saying, you're not worthy. Like she seemed to be successful. So I'm like, if you are successful, then you would attract what you are, regardless if you have a child or regardless if you are a specific age. And I think a lot of, go ahead. I was going to say, but it wasn't up for me to say, like, because I'm not a man. Like, I can tell you what I think a high value woman is, but it it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what men think are high value women. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, we're not like a monolith, right? Yeah. Because I know, I know men, I got friends that, you know, all they want is a woman that's just as smart as them. You know what I'm saying? But that shouldn't be hard. Yeah, well, if you talk about when you talk about men that are at the top of their field and they feel it's science, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? If they're looking for a black woman, yeah. maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Because you also got to keep in mind that, you know, we are a minority in pretty much all of these fields. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, as far as black men are concerned, y'all outnumber us two to one as far as like college education and all these things. But I mean, you know, a lot of times we like statistically we are single. So men, it's it's like a back and forth thing because it's like, yeah, yeah, you say like, I want the intellect. I want this. I want that. I don't want this other thing. But then black especially black educated women are more likely to be single for a very long time yeah and 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 that's something that I've always questioned because I don't quite understand it I think that it might have a lot to do with the fact that there aren't a lot of educated black men there so you think I mean, it's the women pushing the guys away I think that the... it, I think that is that but at the same time if you let's say if we switch roles and I'm an educated black woman with the accolades that I have and things like that, I probably wouldn't date somebody that don't have none. You have options as a black yeah. man. Black yeah. women don't have that many options. So you don't have a college degree. Like that's not a big deal as long as you are grinding and you're, you know, being a provider. And so, I think that's cool. That's cool. I mean, if you're a truck driver making good money, I don't think you could knock that. I don't think that it's Black women saying you're not worthy, so that I'd rather be single. I think it's Black women settling into those spaces and then the men being intimidated by that and rather go to those women that Kevin was talking about because Hmm. it's less intimidating and it's less trouble. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, because, I mean, I think that, um, you know, if if you think about traditional, if you think traditionally, then people, men won't control yeah you want to be the leader in the house right right? and then I mean and if you're scaling that leadership off income then if she makes close to what you make or um or you know more than what you make then you are not in control of that situation exactly and I think men really want to be needed and I feel like that's where that whole thing came from as far as just like what is high value and this is just me talking I feel like it's just really you just want a woman that needs you and doesn't necessarily want you. Yeah. And would you and say see, that that's like a normal man thing? Now, I say that I will say that some men think about that. I do not live by that mantra. I only like who likes me. Like, do you think most men think that way? I think that 
men want what they want and sometimes will will push to get it so i guess the answer is yes so that's like dating outside of their means technically put it like that and i'm i mean i guess i don't believe in trying to sway somebody to like you i don't believe in that so i mean because i think if i gotta sway you to like me then anything that i use to do that if I lose it, then I lost you. If I you if I have to sway you to like me and take you on nice dates and buy nice jewelry and this and that, right? Then if I lose the money, then I lost you. You are not staying. Yeah, but that's like that's typical. Like that's like textbook though. You wouldn't yeah. say so. Like that's I mean, textbook. Like I'm gonna do this and do this so she'll like me, and then once you get the girl, you don't necessarily have to work as hard because you already got her. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying it like if I use money to get you and I lose money then I don't have you that's true rather than using my own personal personality so speaking outside of yourself though do you feel like generally speaking men use their personality or they use their means so I mean I think that if men have money or stuff like that I know that they'll use it that's why a lot of men want nice cars want this and that because they feel like it would because they feel like she's worth it right well i don't think it's for one particular woman i know men that will get nice cars watches jewelry stuff like that to attract women to be like i got it so Mm -hmm. come here like a like a like bait there's gonna be women that you want to impress and then there's gonna be women that you don't care to impress but the woman that you want to impress you want to you're spending on her because you feel like she's worth it right right she think she's so that would be considered like the high value woman in Kevin's scenario, right? With that being said, you know that this woman is with you because you're doing these things in order to woo her. So what separates the high value woman from the gold digger? Like how does how do men separate that? So because I, it, I, to me, it just sounds like you want a gold digger. You just got to feel like she's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind if you're a gold digger, as long as you're worth it. Um, I think that it it really kind of tends to lean on, like, your upbringing, right? Because it's not a monolith like how I feel like Kevin makes it seem. Like, I feel like he is a person that thinks of things like that, but he ain't got no woman on his page. I don't know. Is he married? Does he have kids? I ain't seen one. You know what I'm saying? So I think that he's talking from a point that he might not actually be in because he he rubs me as a late bloomer, but he might not even be interested in women in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I did research, it seems like that's a normal um, insult because he said that when women don't agree with him, they tend to insult him by saying that he's homosexual. So okay. he's gotten that. A okay. Because yeah. when I, I and you know, and just for the record, I don't have anything against homosexual people. At but the he same was time. saying that they use it as an insult because he doesn't identify that way. So that's why it would be quote unquote insulting to him. Right. I feel like his insults towards her because he was disrespectful towards her the whole time. Yeah. We're feminine. That's a feminine way of going about things. Mm-hmm. I think that it was very feminine how he went at her head like that and it wasn't out to help her. Yeah. Um, so 
I guess for me and how I think of like that high value woman, me and like my best friend would not consider the same woman high value. Mm -hmm. And we're both, you know, reasonably successful, but his idea of high value and my idea of high value are maybe similar, but not the same. Can you bring insight to how men differentiate what they would consider a gold digger to just, oh, she she's just high value. I, I spend this money on her because I can afford to spend this money on her and this other guy can't afford her. Because okay, I've heard so, that too before. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think the difference is like that if, I feel like if you could afford it yourself, then I, I don't really see it as a gold digger. Right. Or if you're not asking for it, you're not gunning for it. Cause I mean, if I, I mean, I bought diamond rings and necklaces and you know what I'm saying? I've, I've done it. Right. But not because it was asked for it's because mm -hmm. I bought it and I got it. So I got, it. I got it for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, expensive, perfect, whatever, I got it for you. But a gold digger, I feel like they're constantly there. That's their goal. Right. Mm -hmm. Is the hunt for spend on me, do this for me this and that, all this on a, on a dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas, I mean, if you're just a, a high value woman, I feel like you would have your own stuff going on. I, yeah, that's a really valid point, but I feel like Black women, successful Black women get a really big, a uh, really bad rap when it comes to being deemed a gold digger because she can't afford it for herself. Hmm. Explain, expand on that. Unpack so that. for instance, there was a mm -hmm. lot of talk about how, like, what should you be doing on a first date? How much money right. you should be spending on a first date, right? So if I say, hey, let's go to some fine dining restaurant that I've gone to, I can pay for, I can afford it myself, but I want us to go. And it's, people will say, well, why would you choose to go there on the first date? And this is only the first date. Well, this is something that I would do for myself. You right. just so happen to be here. <laughs> you know? I feel like the expectation is for women to lower their standard because it's like, I don't know if you're worth doing this for, but it's like, if I do this for myself, I would expect you to do it. You know what I'm saying? But right. black, I feel like Black women don't have that. Like, they don't have the ability to do that without being judged. Have you seen I that think, before? Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess I see it like this, right? Because I am somebody that like, you know, nice restaurants, fine dining, stuff like that. I want to go to the waterfront restaurant and stuff like that. So first date, if if we like that, then that's the kind of stuff. I want to go to the places that I go and you go to the places that you want to go, right? So yeah. I think before a first date, it should be some kind of conversation about that. You should know who you date. Right. Yeah. If she that kind of girl that want to go to a that kind of restaurant, well, you should have known that before the fact. And if you can't do that, it might be an issue for you. And maybe you shouldn't be dating her. About that's a reasonable you know, thing to say, but that ain't how it's out here in the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why we can't go to Starbucks? Why we got why we have to pick why you have to pick the highest thing on the menu? It yeah. seems like okay. Okay. it's almost like a um it's like an attack. Like men feel attacked when yeah. women do less or do more than what their expectation of what they should be doing on the first date is. And 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 I think that's valid. <laughs> but based on our conversation, this is what you deem as a high value woman. 
Right. But I mean, so we're talking about in context of uh, a man that is making over a hundred thousand dollars, right? And no, this, not the man. The woman is a woman who's successful. Right. So she is successful. She has her own. She can do uh -huh. for herself. She's bringing things to the table. She goes out with right. this guy. Let's just say he, I don't know, maybe he makes the same, maybe he doesn't. We don't know okay. what he does. Okay. But she goes out with this guy. When she sets the standard, I want this, I'm ordering this, I'm ordering, you know, she's doing what she would normally do for herself. A lot of times that's looked at negatively okay. or high maintenance. So yeah, she might be high maintenance, but I mean, I don't know many people with money that ain't. One, y'all might not need to be dating. I mean, and, and that's really what it comes down to, that y'all might not need to be dating. But yeah, it really does come down to that. Yeah, really. In the end of the day, the truth is he just don't have it. People going to say what they going to say. Yeah. But in reality, if you don't, if y'all, this is y'all first date, you ain't never got to see this man again in, in your life. Who cares yeah. what he think? At the same time, he, that same guy, wants uh -huh. the Instagram girl with the BBL. He want it. <laughs> He's willing to pay for it. No, he is not, because he wasn't even willing to take you out for a lobster. Because I'm I'm not <laughs> the high value to him, because I'm just educated and regular. You no. get what I'm saying? But that's not true. That's what it, it seems like, but that's not true, because in the end of the day... So you're saying it, that guy, that guy that we've painted, he really, he wanted, but he really ain't willing to do either. No, because he physically cannot afford it. I think, yeah, I think that's valid. So what's your closing thoughts for those people who can't afford it, what they want versus what they get or what they say they want versus what they have when it comes to women? I think that it depends. <laughs> Doing this fence riding. No, because, but I'm being realistic, right? Because mm -hmm. in the end of the day, I know people that got a whole bunch of money, but they want a woman of substance that can match it right somebody that's a director of something somebody big time period that's what I want right and I'm still building my career out right but I'm that's what I want I wouldn't want some kind of trophy wife because in the end of the day there's absolutely nothing that you could bring to this situation I don't feel like there's anything that just this ultra beautiful woman can bring to a situation that I'm in of value that I cannot do myself. I can cook. I take care of my daughter myself already. Can you do for me? Now, somebody with millions and millions of dollars, they might just want somebody that look good, right? But I mean, I do know a few millionaires and that ain't particularly what they going for either. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that I know that got a lot of money and are going for the, just a woman that's bad. And that's, usually those guys who didn't have much prior to the money exactly okay the that's late good. bloomer <laughs> <laughs> okay this was good this was a good conversation you brought a lot of perspective I'm like at first I had like no hope in like <laughs> mankind period I was like bro like everything's a lie like, I don't went to college for nothing as always, thank you for listening to The Great Conversationalist, Season 2, Episode 1. Be sure to give us a call at 205-218-5947.
follow us on Instagram at The Great Conversationalist. You can also support the GC podcast for as little as $5 a month by clicking the support button on our anchor.fm platform. We appreciate you and I look forward to our next conversation.